there. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Healthy-ish with me, Felicity Harley. This, of course, is the Body and Soul podcast. And today we have on one of our cover stars, Sarah DiLorenzo. Yes, she was on the cover talking about turning 50. She's going to tell us more about that today and the best foods to eat to, well, do you say fight aging or age healthily, healthy-ish, however you want to describe it. She's, of course, a clinical nutritionist, weekend sunrise regular and sunrise regular too, actually, and author of the 10 by 10 series. Now, if you like what you hear from Sarah, she's up on Extra Healthy-ish talking about the impact of what you eat on how you age. You can find that wherever you get your podcasts. Sarah, welcome back to Healthy-ish. Lovely to have you on again. I think that's, what, what is this, number three this year? Maybe number three this year, but I love, love, love chatting to you, Felicity, so much. And thank you so much for having me. Oh, we love chatting to you too. Now, we also love the fact that you are out and proud at 50 and really you're a walking advertisement for ageing for many of us who are nearing 50 or maybe 10 or 20 years from 50. Let's talk about what your nutrition looked like firstly in your 20s and 30s compared to today? Yeah, my nutrition over the years has been completely different. So when I think back to nutrition in my 20s, a lot of it then was there was, yeah, there was the focus on the aesthetics. Like nutrition was always about maintaining a healthy weight and being slim and it was, but for me, so much of nutrition in my 20s was learning. So I was born to be a nutritionist. It's just something that I was meant to be. I never planned on being this. But in my earlier years, and I can really think back to my 20s, I used to, and it sounds a little bit obsessive, probably it is, I used to keep a diet and symptom diary because I wanted to know how foods affected my body. And I spent the formative part of my 20s trying to unlock the secret of how to eat lots of food because I love food, not gain weight, feel energized and feel fabulous. So I spent my time trying to really find that solution. And I feel like I did because I've always had a healthy relationship with food growing up on a Mediterranean diet. So there was a lot of trial and error with with food and understanding portion control and, 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 and just that journey of really getting my head around nutrition because I wasn't ever taught it growing up. I only had my upbringing from um, being grown up growing up Greek. Um, But when I think about my 30s, so I had my babies at 30, 32 and 36. Um, Nutrition in my 30s was very focused on optimal nutrition, optimal nutrients. I breastfed the girls till their first one was 18 months, the second one was 13 months, the third one was like 12 or 13 months, I can't remember. And then I had the pregnancy. So I was very, very focused on nutrient density, optimum nutrition, and just that really getting that broad spectrum of nutrients in it and just being super healthy. For me as well, pregnancy around that time, I wanted to have a super healthy pregnancy. And I I didn't, I, I went against the whole you're eating for two and all that kind of stuff. And I wanted to debunk all that. And I was like, no, 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 you're not eating for two. You're eating for yourself and a pea-sized um, <laughs> yes. baby, eat five cakes or whatever it was. So 
I wanted to sort of prove probably to my mum and my grandmother and everyone that theory is all wrong. This is what you should be doing. And I did. I was rewarded with very, with, and, and luckily rewarded with healthy pregnancies, deliveries. I wanted to be super fit with delivery so I could deliver my own babies and all that kind of stuff. So optimal nutrition in my 30s. So there was different stages and they're just the female life stages. You know, it's more about aesthetics when you're young and then you've got your parenting chapter. But for me now, it's completely different. It's not it's about my health span moving forward. It's really about at 49, what am I, what's my nutrition like now? Nothing like it was back then. Now I'm thinking a lot more of the internals, you know, how's my cardiovascular, my musculoskeletal system, my immunity? Um, am, I am I prepared for uh, menopause? Because I haven't gone through that yet. Um, and, and I adjust my... I've, I, over the years, I've just adjusted my nutrition to my different life phases. And so it's always been at the for, forefront of my thoughts, definitely, from Actually, age that, 15. that's a great little tip there because often we just think, oh, I must eat this, I must eat that throughout the whole of life. But it, it, it's about looking at the different stages you're in and what nutrients are going to fuel you during that stage. I can give you a tip now. I've got a whole book in me on the female diet that one day I'll write um, I'll pitch it and write a book on the female diet from birth to death. And it changes because our life changes, our hormones changes, our stress levels, our sleep, everything is females changes. And I, and we have to adapt along the way. And my nutrition has changed all through my life on, on what my body has required. And I've always, always been really focused on being super healthy because uh, uh, and understanding food, which I think it's, I think even now girls today don't understand. Absolutely. Are there any key foods that we should include, depend, no matter what life stage we're in, to help us with aging? Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> and so, help us with aging. Help us with anti-aging is perhaps what I should say. Um, improving our health span is probably yes. a better term for it. Look, definitely look at that, just taking care of the body systems. Yes, it is antioxidant support. So I always say to people, you know, making sure that you're getting a lot of fruits and vegetables are essential and a lot of different fruits and vegetables do contain antioxidants in it. So it's having that healthy diet where you're having at least two pieces of fruit a day and you're at least five serves of veg a day. Um, the focus is, as well, people have to remember about taking care of their immune system, especially post-pandemic now. But anyway, in general, a lot of immune support comes through our orange foods. Supporting your gut health, the, the everything disease starts in the gut. Gut is everything. I have done so much work on having my gut running like a fine oiled machine in as far <laughs> as I take really good care of my gut health. And that comes with having fibre in your diet and a lot of women ditch fibre because they ditch carbs and I see I see so many patients now in their late 50s who are products of the I've given up carbs in my life who have now all got cardiovascular issues primarily primarily presenting as high cholesterol even though they're slim women um, they've just ditched the carbs for too long so really making sure that you're getting the good quality complex carbohydrates <clears throat> good fats every day are essential Nuts, oil, olive oil, extra virgin olive oil, um, avocado, fatty fish, all those wonderful things. The Mediterranean diet mm -hmm. in a nutshell. Just quickly, are there any foods that we should avoid that Absolutely. contribute to ageing? And I already know what Absolutely. you're going to answer here. 
but answer anyway. Fried foods because they have what's called advanced glycation end products in them. They are aged cells. Sugar leads to inflammation. I'm going to have to say this, sorry, alcohol. Keep it at a minimum. Avoid your mixes. You know, keep it red wine a couple of times a week or your wine. And then, of just course, processed, refined, processed meats, nitrates, um, packeted, lots of things in packets. You know, yeah, or just junk food, lollies, biscuits, cakes, all that. <laughs> oh, Sarah, well. all the all the good stuff. Thank yeah. you for coming on Healthy Ish. Thank you so much for having me. I love, love, love chatting to you. Now, Sarah does have a new book. It is available on pre-order. It comes out in Jan. It is called The 10 by 10 Kickstart, Easy Detox Plans and Healthy Smoothies. I will leave a link to that in the show notes. If you do want more from her, we have a great chat on Extra Healthy-ish about, well, aging as well, turning 50, how she felt in her 30s and 40s. You can grab that wherever you get your podcasts, of course, or just jump online, bodyandsoul.com.au, follow us on Instagram, Facebook or TikTok. Thank you for listening in. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. You can also comment on this particular episode or share it with your friends. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Listener.